Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about the loss of civil discourse. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been here before, it's really, really great to have you back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of The Brief Lab, where we help people become clear and concise communicators. Today, we're going to tackle a subject which worries me, and I think probably worries a lot of people, which is the noticeable change in just public demeanor, how people talk to each other, and how it really seems like people are becoming uncivilized. If you, It doesn't take anything uh, to turn on a TV station, turn on a cable news show, and watch how people talk specifically about politics. And I'm not going to get political here and take one side or the other. Um, if you know me personally, and you you know what I think. And if you don't and you see me or you bump into me or ask, and I'd be happy to share with you what my thoughts and opinions are about different things. What I'm, what I'm really worried about and, and want to focus on today is how this can spill over from the political realm, where everything is politicized, to to how people personally and professionally converse, how they communicate, and how polarizing um, it can get. It's a little background. I just, you know, if you look at the, just the term civil, you know, it implies being polite, approachable, open, um, ordered. The term civilization is something we pride ourselves in, that we live in a civilization, we're civilized. Well, what does that term even mean? You know, it's, it's reaching an advanced, go to the dictionary, an advanced state of human society in which a high level of culture, science, industry, and government has been reached. Those people or nations that have reached such a state, it seems like we're losing that, and it's not just in the political realm. I think it's spilling over to us personally and professionally, and I want to get at it. Like, that this is happening, and it's not okay, and we have to be the people that reinsert the ability to have civil discourse. And it's noticeable. I've seen, and I've referenced this on podcasts before, uh, exchanges that I've seen which are really noteworthy, where two people who are completely different sides of the spectrum are having a conversation about something, and it's civilized. And I think the, the sign of a civilized society is that we can have discourse on things that we take different viewpoints because at the end of the day, we share way more in common than, we're, than, than, than is different. And I think we see that if we actually start to look deeper. And I'm not talking about just politically. I'm talking about at work or, or at home. We, we share way more in common than we maybe give a, give a credit. So how do we dig deeper into this, into this issue that, that I find, you know, it's, it's, it's worrisome. It's certainly worrisome for me. And, I, and you look at this. Well, the, the, if you think about, okay, if it, take politics aside, I mean, I think that starts a lot of this, and it's really accelerated it. But if you look at, like, just opinions, like how, how to dress or how to decorate an office or what furniture to have or music that people listen to or, or people's plans, maybe a plan to close an office or a plan to launch a product, um, where we might disagree with it. We think it's a bad idea. Um, don't close that office. I work in it, <laughs> for example. Or don't launch that product. I've, 
I've done the research and I don't think it's going to work or decisions to move. Um, you know, maybe I'm going to move from one place to another. Your, your family, your coworkers or friends have um, decisions that they've made that you look at with the maybe a different perspective or experience or time. And so like, that's a bad idea. And you can see it from a mile away. How we communicate about that, how we discourse about that can, it can get, it can become uncivil. So how do you, how do you deal with this? And how do we reacquire the the traits of of, of, a, of people that can have different opinions about plans and decisions and approaches and tastes and perspectives and still communicate about them civilly? Well, here's just some things to consider. I think the first is is the quality and the type of listening. We've talked about this in podcasts before, where the distinction is, is people are listening to versus listening for. So when you're listening to agree or you're listening to reply or respond versus listening for understanding, the and you're familiar with the term elusive 600. If you're not, it's basically how the brain processes information, right? You got 750 words kind of processing as you're listening and the person is speaking 150. So you got 600 words that are floating around. Well, you have to monitor and manage that elusive 600, right? I call that awareness management. So you're just managing that awareness in your listening and you're listening to a person. Am I ask, ask yourself, am I listening to respond or to agree or am I listening for understanding? And that distinction changes the listening. I call that present listening. And it's a play on words, present because you're doing it in the moment and present because you're giving it as a gift. It's a gift. It's, it's a quality of listening which is rare, but it's the quality that's present in, in civil discourse. So think about the listening. How, how am I listening? The second thing is, it might surprise you, but it's courage. We go into these situations and, you, and we, we watch how people do it politically. You, you know, you go on and you look on TV and it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a cat fight and we may lack the courage to engage. So it's easier to just check out or to talk to people that I agree with. Well, that conflict, that, that the difference of opinion can be super important because there's things that we just discard and we, we, just, we choose to check out because we're afraid. At the end of the day, we're afraid of disagreeing. We're afraid of conflict. We're, we're afraid of losing the argument. Um, there's fear there. So courageously engaging um, it requires a choice that I'm going I'm to have courage. There's a bit of risk there. I'm going to go into this conversation and I want it to be a civil discourse, but the easiest thing for me to do is somehow just disengage or check out. And I, I, I would, I, I would, when I see, when I've seen people that have gone into conversation, you never know how it's going to go, right? It takes two people to be in a conversation, right? In discourse, you, for your part, go into that conversation with some courage, with, um, with some boldness, so I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm going to approach it um, and not be afraid and just check out because it's easy to just like, you know what? You've seen this like people in companies are on a call and somebody's got an, a discussion and people have got different opinion and somebody just kind of like, you know, stops talking, disengages and just, you know what? A little passive aggressive just sort of checks out. So I highly recommend not doing that, having a little bit of courage. That's the second thing. Third thing is 
take convincing out of the formula. So the, the, it, when, when it's truly a balanced exchange where two people are having a conversation where they really apparently, in many cases, they may end up agreeing, but let's say apparently don't agree. You know, I think that we should keep the office open. I think we should close it. Don't launch the product. I think we should launch the product. Take the convincing out of the the conversation for a second. There's a, a term that I use when I teach our courses, which you may be familiar with, which is tell me, don't sell me. So stop trying to persuade, push, convince, jam a perspective and just convincing isn't the end state, right? I'm, I'm listening for understanding. I'm, I want to understand what you're, where you're coming from and, and why you hold this perspective, this opinion, this plan, this decision, but I'm not trying to convince you. Okay, and not trying to make it convincing. It's it's an element that I think makes it a debate where somebody wins and somebody loses. We talked about this in a previous podcast. If you take convincing out, it makes it so much better. And then finally, I think recognize and acknowledge in people when they're being civil and when they're being a good listener to what you're saying, that you don't abuse it. You recognize and acknowledge it as a skill. It's a gift. They're they're listening to what you say. They don't agree with you. They're not trying to convince you. Um, they're not being pushy. They're, 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 they have the courage to sit in the conversation even though um, you know, they don't share your opinion. I think acknowledging it, recognizing it is important. That affirmation is super important to people. Hey, you know what? I really appreciate the fact that you listen to me. And I know that you don't you, you've told me that you you look at things differently, and I appreciate that we were able to have this conversation, and you know the old uh, we agree to disagree, but it was civil, and I think I think people need to to be affirmed in that way because I I, I think it's it's rare, and when you see it, don't abuse it, acknowledge it. So those are just you know kind of go quick summary. Be a present listener. Be there, not uh, l- listening for understanding. Courage, courageously engage. Right. Don't check out. Take the convincing out of the picture and then, and then acknowledge it when you see it, when, you, when, when civil discourse is present, acknowledge it. I think at the end of the day, it, it's, you respect that someone else isn't you and will never be you. <laughs> and that it bears repeating. You respect that they're not you and they're never going to be you. So we're not trying to make them, you know, uh, a power play where they're gonna, we're gonna. I'm, I'm trying to to push this and have you become me because people are different, right? They're free to choose, even if their choice is a mistake or mistaken, or we believe that it is. So those are just some thoughts about the loss of civil discourse. It troubles me deeply, and I think that as a civilization, each of us can have an important role to elevate our game back to where it needs to be. And it starts with two people. It starts with 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 you. And then, and then, by example, another person. And we can have um, conversations, communi- we can communicate, and have it where it's not a catfight. So here's your homework. Go watch a news station, like a debate. Find a really good debate where they're pitting people against each other. And just see how absurd they're acting. Just how absurd it is that the civil discourse is completely gone producers have made it so nobody's listening or even cares to listen it's all noise just saying